For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Interested in starting your own podcast? Then Anchor is the right platform for you. When it comes to creating a podcast and editing and producing, Anchor has all the necessary tools for you to have a top-notch product. Anchor also distributes to your favorite podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts and Spotify. They even give you the opportunity to make money like we are right now just by having them as a sponsor. The best part? It's completely free to download and use. Download Anchor in the App Store or on Google Play and get your podcast started today. Welcome to the Say Hey Podcast, a San Francisco Giants podcast for the casual fan. Give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Say Hey Podcast. Give me a follow on Twitter at Say Hey Doug. Give Rob a follow also on Twitter at Say Hey Rob. Uh, on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, make sure you're subscribing and following. You'll get updated whenever there's a new episode. And make sure you're doing the same thing on YouTube. Rob, we're up to eight subscribers on YouTube now. Holy shit, who was the other one? I'm not going to lie, I, I did hop on board. It's pro- Well, then it was you, because I remember we had, we had seven the other day, oh, and then yeah. you were like, well, it's not me yet. I'm like, well, we could have eight. Well, guess oh. what? Robbie hopped on the YouTube train, and we're now at eight subscribers. Oh, shit. I thought you said six the other day. I'm sorry. <laughs> How are you doing today, bud? Doing great. You know, Mondays are Mondays, you know? I know we all, I know you went back to work. You know, we all getting back in that flow of things now. Um, good weekend though. Good sports weekend. I don't know if you caught the PGA championship out there in San Francisco. San Francisco. I did watch some of it. Yeah, man. You know what? Great tournament, you know, coming down the stretch. You had like eight guys within like two shots of the lead, but I, I gotta say it, it really sucked not having the crowd in the background for those little, those little eight foot misses. Those, Oh, like I missed that so bad. I missed the groans hey, of who, the crowd. Who, who is the guy? Was it was it Justin Thomas that missed the putt? <laughs> he just dropped a loud f bomb. Oh, oh yeah, he was like, "You gotta be fucking kidding me!" And I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, that's me right there." That's well, people that's were all, freaking all out. Us. People were freaking out, and I'm sure that golfers were like, before going into tournaments the last couple months, like, "Hey, you know, just be aware of what you're saying." But I mean, you gotta admit, how, how many times does the average golfer like who? who's not getting paid to do anything, you know, they're golfing and they miss a putt. Yeah. They're going to drop an F bomb. Oh, I, mean, I do it 10 times around. Yeah. Well, that's, a, <laughs> that's low. I mean, <laughs> I'm average about on, one the, on, on the greens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, it's, it was, it was funny, but it was, it was a good tournament. Cause I was looking Great. at um, when there was about three or four holes left. Um, and I ended up switching over watching baseball, obviously. Yeah. So I didn't get to see the end, right. but, um, there were like, yeah, like seven, eight dudes. And I'm like, this could have like five or six dudes in a playoff. This is crazy. Yeah, that was what uh, Jim Jim Mance was talking about. He was talking about how it would 
hash out if there were six guys in a playoff. And I'm just thinking, fucking, hey, we could be here all night, man, doing this shit. But, yeah, yeah, it was a great tournament. Although I was really pissed off that Steph Curry somehow snuck his way in there and they wouldn't let me in there. You know, I did have tickets, got refunded, but Steph Curry got in there. I mean, it may be close close to the public. It may have something to do with you being Robbie Lewis and him being Steph Curry. So. Yeah, what, you know, <laughs> little, you know, that's neither here or there. But, yeah, great tournament. Good stuff. Uh, good weekend. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, another quick thing before we get back in, just want to give a shout-out to our Sacramento Kings because Robbie and I are both Sacramento Kings fans, and they've been eliminated as expected. And 14 years and counting now, man. No playoffs. Kangs. God, even <laughs> our, our boy – Larry Kruger, man, even took some shots don't, at him today. And I hold on, could, hold on. I couldn't don't, agree more. I don't, couldn't agree more. Don't say our boy because you I am blocked on Twitter from Larry Kruger, and I am proud of that because I cannot stand the man. Okay, oh, you're so. blocked and I'm not? I got some work to do. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. And you're the king of getting blocked on Twitter. <laughs> I know, and I don't even say anything. Really. No, I just I, I'm not a Kruger fan. But man, yeah. Well, good. The Kings deserve everything they get coming for them. Uh, Agreed. Man. Um, you know, I've I've seen everybody like, well, what what should they do? Blah blah blah. Moving forward, I'm like, you know, uh, there's one human in that whole organization that's untouchable, and it's number five. Everybody else mm-hmm. expendable. Which is Darren <laughs> Fox for you people who don't know anything or don't watch the Kings like smart people. Like smart people. Well, let's 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 talk about something that the people who listen to us regularly probably want to talk about. And that's San Francisco Giants. Let's so, do it. Yeah. Let's get okay. into the. Let's get into the Dodgers series. Now, before this series started, I said in the last episode, if they win one game, success. And why do I feel like they won one game and it was a failure? It's because they had that game yesterday. They, they had, had that game. Gabe Kapler made some questionable decisions. And we'll, we'll get to game three. We'll but, even, three. but even, you know, we're going to talk about game one here. Yeah, I mean, that game was – they had opportunity in the first inning, you know, I, I, I believe. Oh, I, I take it back. That was a Dodgers who had second, third, nobody out, didn't score. But they got an early early lead, you know, and that was a miracle. And Samarja was kind of walking on thin ice there. Those first three, four innings, you know, avoiding trouble. Then, man, did the shit ever hit the fan? Well, <laughs> you, you bring it up, and, and that's obviously – that's the main person we're going to talk about in this game is Jeff Samarja struggled – um mightily again um i have his box score i have his line here uh four innings yeah (laughs) four (laughs) innings four innings seven hits six runs five of those earned um 90 pitches 56 of them strikes and this outing raised his era to a lovely 9.88 so not too far behind madison bumgarner and i'll leave that at that um (laughs) but um that is our boy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we'll we'll have a discussion about that another time sure um but yeah following the game samarja gets put on the il which generally happens after the pitchers struggle a couple games in a row right but Indeed. this one could be justified uh shoulder inflammation um again his velocity has been down so maybe yeah. this has something to do with it who knows I mean, maybe he's not 100 healthy he was barely cracking 90 from what i was seeing yeah um Quick question, is uh, is he done? Is this the last time we've seen him in San Francisco? Well, I I put actually in my notes that his days are clearly numbered as a starter, and they might be numbered in general. If he's got some serious issue, 
because yeah. he, he's that dude has logged a lot of innings over, over the years and he's been a horse you know now, I'm not not we called we called Matt Cain the horse but because <laughs> Matt Cain would throw seven and give up one or, or maybe nothing most He'd time get a loss but Samarja I mean that dude just he just wears it I mean he'll go out there give up five six runs over, over the years and he just stays out there like I always felt like whenever he got the ball it was a rest day for the bullpen I think that's how Bruce Bochy looked at it too you know the, these last few years but yeah he, I mean I hope maybe probably not in San Francisco obviously but somewhere you know he can catch on maybe as a reliever and maybe get a little more out of him because you know he's He's still out there, you know. He's wearing on his sleeve, and he he, he don't shy away from the, from the criticism. So I really do hope the best for him. I, I really do. It's just not going to happen here. Yeah, and you know, I actually tweeted the other day. Is he more fit at this point in his career, coming out of the pen? I mean, the, when healthy, you know, at least last year, he's still throwing mid nineties, mm-hmm. and when he's on, he's he's a pretty decent pitcher. Right. Um, I just wonder if he could be a long guy somewhere out of the pen or, um, you know, cause if he goes in for two innings and that's all he's got to focus on, a lot of careers have been extended for guys that were starters originally mm-hmm. and then ended up going to the pen. Um, yeah. I mean, I was never a fan of the signing anyways. I thought we were giving him too much money cause he came off much. that career year, uh, in Chicago slash Oakland. Yep. Um, but you know, that's baseball and giants need a starter at the time. And, um, you know, fortunately for the Giants, he's off the books after this year. And right. I would say there's a 99.9% chance that he will not be back. So, right. um, you know what, though, on a, on a positive, the one positive I had for, for that game was, well, Wilmer Flores took Danny Santana deep. So that was cool, mm-hmm. I guess. But man, did you, you put the hex on Corey Seeker? My God, you put the hex on him, man. <laughs> MVP did we ever, call. Did we ever <laughs> find day? out? Did we ever find out though? Like, was it his back? Is that confirmed? Because I never heard anything after that. You know what? I'm not gonna lie because they were saying it was his back. I had it on, on the um, on the on the subtitles because I, I was watching it on mute the other night, and then all I saw <laughs> yeah. was the game. The game just stopped, and they walk. Dave Roberts walks out there, and I'm like, "What the hell's he doing?" And then yeah, it was Coach weird. He was walking the field holding his back, and I'm like, "Oh." Well, they still they go jug. It was it was a ball hit up the middle. And yeah. like he took a couple steps and then he just kind of came up. So mm-hmm. they never confirmed that it was, but they were like, that looks like it could be his back again. So, um, I yeah, I, I mean, not. Hey, you know, he's a Dodger, but you know, we don't, we don't wish uh, injury on anybody outside of Houston. So, um, especially in a contract here. <laughs> oh, wait, you know, I totally missed that just now. Yeah. Houston, right. <laughs> but yeah, we may get to that at the end of this, but no, I, Again, like you're saying, Seager's having a hell of a start to the season. Yeah. Um, finally healthy, and then yep. unfortunately, damn. So um, hopefully he can, um, you know, get back to the lineup soon and and lose some more games with the Dodgers. So right. um, <laughs> stay That's healthy, but don't win. Yeah. Um, another game one fact, real quick though. Um, Giants had another error, and it was with Darren Ruff playing left field, and you kind of overran that ball, extended his glove backwards, and it missed. Yep. Um, and Bellinger took second easy on that single. So yeah, the, um, that's what happens Chadwick when you platoon. Chadwick Trump two more hits that night. So right, positive. Okay, so final score in game one: Dodgers seven, Giants two. No bueno. Then game two, um, 
mostly positives. The one negative, we'll cover everything. Um, Johnny Cueto was really good. Was really good in this game. Um, Killed it. Yeah, got five and two thirds. Don't don't read into this. Uh, the four earned, three Ks, three walks, um, ninety three pitches. He had really good stuff um, until the end, and uh, obviously the the no he had a no hitter going into the sixth. Um, you know, a lot of people are killing Hunter Pence for that play. <laughs> I know we've been killing him for a season, but a lot of people are killing him for that play. Here's the thing: the sun yesterday in game three was brutal right. if you were watching and yes. in game two it was kind of when it was just going over it was top twilight. of dodger stadium dusk twilight. dusk that's what i meant yes dusk. yes yes so <laughs> dude here's the thing does it suck yes is it unfortunate yes did he feel bad yes and he should but you I know bad for him he he did not see the ball you could tell right no. off the bat he's just standing there dumbfounded he was scared I mean, shitless. probably shouldn't be playing the field anymore uh, used to be a really good outfielder, but it's been a couple years since he's been able to be a plus outfielder. So, yeah, that was just unfortunate. It was, you know, especially watching it live. Yeah, like you were saying, as soon as the camera got to Pence, you know, he looked like he had no idea what fucking day it was. Like that, that, that was, it was the worst I've, you know, you, you could ever see a major league outfielder look. But yeah. You know, and everybody wrote wrote him pretty hard on Twitter because that ended the no no bid, and that was what that was one of those. Okay, that's not an error technically, but of course that was a that's an error. You yeah, know, you know, in every you know every facet of the game, that that's an error right there. But and who was that? Was that Kike at the bat? Uh, he he ended up with a triple, remember. right? Quote unquote, a triple. Yeah, I'm pretty remember. sure it was Kike Hernandez, and then and then. Turner obviously made him pay and ended up hitting a three-run bomb. Yeah. Um, Prince Fielder would have got third on that. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. I wonder how his next doing. Um, uh. Hopefully hopefully better. But anyways, yeah. It, it, I mean, the Dodgers finished with two hits in this game. One of yeah. them. That's one of them is One of them is Kike hitting the ball over Pence who can't see the ball. And the other one is the homer. Turner, Turner hitting a three-run bomb. That's yep. it. So, Johnny Cueto. It sucks because his line doesn't look that great, but, man, he was fantastic that night. Oh, he killed um, it. Uh, another positive, though, in relief, um, Tony Watson, Tyler Rogers, and Trevor got in relief um, yep. go three and a third and give up nothing. They were um, – I mean, got gave up a walk in the ninth before he closed it out for the save. That's what closers um, do. Yeah. We talked about being effectively wild the other day. Right. But um, – yeah, the bullpen was really good in this game. Um, kind of picked up for for Cueto. Didn't let him, uh, you know, get screwed, I guess you could say. So, Cueto was still able to get the win, uh, which mm-hmm. is which is good news. So. Yeah, he deserved that at least. Yeah. Um, how I'll, I'll let you talk about um, our leadoff hitter that we gave. Remember in our last episode, we said this guy needs to be hitting leadoff against righties and lefties. Talk about Austin Slater. Austin Slater, like – not giving us too much credit, but we did say it didn't matter who the hell was on the mound. You know, he's got to be out there. And I think we knew going into that game, yeah, Kershaw's out there. He, he's going to play. And, man, he made Gabe Kapler look pretty good right there. I mean, he, at this at this rate, he might need to start moving him down the order a little bit against lefties if he's going to be hitting with that kind of authority. <laughs> but, but man, yeah, two bombs, off, you know, off the, off the, the great – Clayton Kershaw, I mean, that's 
that's nothing to uh, sneeze at. And yeah, as again, you know, same thing. Don't matter who's pitching. You know, another home run against uh, against a Hall of Fame lefty. I mean, that's you know that that's big time for him right now. And I don't want Yaz to overshadow Slater here, but you know we keep kind of waiting for Yaz to fall back a little bit, and he just hasn't yet. So yeah, you're right. I, it's like <laughs> when's this guy when's this guy coming back down to earth? I mean, he was cut by the Orioles, so he's, he's got to <laughs> right, yeah, you know. But no, he is he is consistent, and that's why like a week ago, I think both both you and I were just like, we got to give Yaz his credit, man. He yeah, has earned it. Somebody's got to. He's a good ball player, consistently. Yeah, and um, then. Uh, Donnie, Donnie Barrels, you know, three hits that night. Yeah. You know, yep. I, I think – because I, I think Longoria had two hits that, that night too. And they were hitting one through four. They were hitting one through four. So, I think the top of the lineup that night went like nine for 19. Four. That's, that's, in, that's incredible. Yeah. Nine hits in the first four uh, lineups. That is incredible. That yeah. You better really win that well. game. Well. And then you got a guy out there throwing a no-hitter. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> you know what I'm talking but, about? Yeah. Just, you know, but – the the impressive thing with um, Slater that I noticed too the first home run that I mean they were both the center but the first one um, was on a two two count which you know going against the guy of Kershaw he's getting later in his career but he's still really good oh, he's still really good yeah. he's still Clayton Kershaw and um, to take it to dead center on a two two count was impressive to me and then um, the next at bat it's like I'm not waiting around. I'm waiting on a fastball. Boom, he got it first pitch and yep. took it out again. So that that doesn't mean that Slater's running into things right now. That means, like, the dude is prepared. And yeah. um, that's what you want out of a leadoff hitter. Right. Always. So, um, which it's funny because you said, you know, put him down in the lineup. But because um, tonight they, uh, they're they're batting him like seventh again. So they did <laughs> yesterday too. Well, so. there you go. Well, this is who knows. Well, yeah, tonight tonight they're facing a righty, so I, yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. know how how they're how they're doing stuff, but but also one more thing, you know, Hunter Pence, despite letting the ball go over his head, that dude got a hit, and he upped that average to .063, so he doubled his hit total in that game. So let's give him props somewhere. That's all. Hunter Pence, <laughs> Buster Posey's friend. Have Hunter a game. Pence. Have a game. Have a game, night. Game two, five for Giants, which leads us into yesterday's series finale, game three. And you thought giving up a no-no on a hit that should have never happened was frustrating. I think yesterday, because they end up winning that game Saturday, yesterday was more frustrating. Yeah, Saturday's um, forgivable because they won. Because – Kevin Gosman, man, battled his ass off yesterday. Pitched really well. The velocity. Whew. Well, he hit 99. I know. In, what the hell? in the last inning. In the seventh yeah. inning, he's hitting 99, which I don't think he hit 99 up until that point, which is incredible. So he must have just been really yeah. loose, ready to go, you know. So um, he was he was really good. So 80, 80 um, pitches. Yeah. Um, gets pulled. Six and a third, three hits, one earned, six Ks, no walks on those 80 pitches. Yeah. And I, you know, well, let's just go into it. Um, gets pulled after 80 pitches. And then uh, Kapler brings in Tyler Rogers, who pitched the day before. Mm-hmm. Um, and remember, there's more guys available in the pen this year. Um, talk about Kapler going to Rogers there. You know, it was a little, it was a little hindsight for me to be honest, because I 
kind of space on, on the fact that Rogers threw two innings Saturday night because, you know, Kapler, I don't think he's really done that with relievers yet, especially in, in close ball games where he'd leave him out there from more than, than an inning. But then, yeah, it, it had, had occurred to me, you know, when he was given Rogers that little, that little extra rope there yesterday, I'm like, well, wait a second. This, this, wait, this fool threw two innings last night. 20 and pitches. Tw- get 20 pitches. And, you know, and you, you got guys down there and, and you know, you know how hot AJ Pollock's been. I know it's right. You know, righty, righty. I get that. But man, like you got to have some sort of plan B there because, you know, if we're seeing that on, on, on TV, you know, Kapler's got, got, got to see that too. And he's, you know, he, he's in the locker room, you know, he's, I'm, I'm sure they all talk before the, before the game and, a guy in Rogers' situation right now, he's probably he's not gonna say, "Hey, I can't. I I'm tired from last night a little bit. You know, I don't got it all the way right now. But you know, I really I felt bad for him yesterday. I I did, and you could just you could see that that Pollock bomb coming a mile away. Well, I factor in two things, and I don't know if maybe I'm thinking too much into this, but one, um, he's a submariner, so the ball's rising. And against a team with plenty of power, that could be dangerous, especially a team that just saw him less than 24 hours prior. Right. So they kind of got a good feel for him. They know he's tired. And, and now that factors in my second thought, um, new rules this year, they got to face three dudes uh, before they can get pulled unless, you know, they get hurt. So mm-hmm. it's like, um, yeah, he's probably a little gassed from the day before. And you have plenty of available arms in the pen that you could have used there in that situation. And so um, just another, and I said yesterday on Twitter, um, I like what Kapler's done with the lineups, mixing them up, trying to find the right feels. Mm-hmm. And I think it's paid off for the most part of the season. It does. But, but man, he needs some serious um, assistance, I guess you could say, managing the bullpen. And yeah, I don't know what else we can say about that. We're just, you know, two guys sitting at home watching the game on the couch. But I, what what can you do? You know, and, and to, to be fair, you know, I guess, you know, the Giants are one of those rare teams right now where they are a little thin on righties down in the pen compared to most teams. They are pretty lefty heavy right now. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Sean Anderson got in the game yesterday. You know, he you couldn't have brought him into face Polk in that situation. Well, yeah, he I'm, get he gave up that bomb to he did. He um did. to Mookie, right? And but I mean, Berger was the one who got the runners on. So right, but I but but when but when Rogers was was in there at the at the time, you know, we yeah we didn't yeah we didn't really know what what Anderson was was going to have because he didn't come in come until later. But but to go right to Rogers there after him getting two innings on Saturday night. When when Anderson was available, like obviously you're not going to got there. Yeah, he's the closer now. Yeah, that's been, been established. But I mean, and at, at that point in the game, you know, you have a two run two run lead, I believe it was, or was it was it one nothing or two nothing at the time? When Paul um, went yard. When Paul went yard. Yeah. It was uh, why am I drawing his space here? It was it was two nothing. It was, it was two nothing. Got two in, the Giants got two in the fifth. You need one out. Mm-hmm. You need one out. And so I, I don't know why you don't go to Anderson right there, who, who, who at least you know is fresh. Yeah, so it was frustrating. And then you got to factor in, too, uh, Giants had two hits yesterday. So 
Um, I was going to get to that. Yeah, uh, which is frustrating. Um, and the thing is, too, is – and I, I'm a big – and don't get this twisted, but I, I really like Walker Bueller. Um, I think he's a damn good young arm. Your Cy Young um, pick, yeah? My Cy Young pick. And, and the th- he didn't even look that great yesterday. If you watch the game, Hasn't he was struggling with, struggling with command. He had four walks, and I, I know he let off the game walking um, Yaz on four pitches. Yep. So I was like, okay, well, maybe we got bad Walker again. Um, but he was able to settle down and, and get through five and two-thirds. But then after that, the Dodger bullpen was really good. Yep. Um, and so just a frustrating game. Um, for the Giants, I mean, again, two hits. We don't even need to go much further into it. So, yeah, as Denny Green would say, we let them off the hook, and they are who we thought they were. They are who we so. thought they were. <laughs> so, we let them off the hook. <laughs> Dodgers take uh, two or three from the Giants, like we said the other day. It would have been great to just go win one, and it feels like we're a little frustrated that they only won one because they and, they probably should have had two or three there. And and, and something to look at when we get to this Astros preview is the giants continue to struggle against righties and True. they're going to, they're going to face three of them. They're going to see them. Yep. All three of them this week. Three games. So um, we'll we had another trade. Uh, oh Farhan, yeah, we did. That was weird. Farhan and, or uh, and Scott Harris on the phones, man. They so, um, the yeah, which he, I, I love it though. I love yeah. it. Um, and the cool thing about this trade is we didn't have to give anybody up. So uh, the Cash giants considerations is a great player. He really is. Uh, the Giants go get Luis Basabi. I think that's how you say it. Basabi. Yeah, I was going to ask you how to pronounce it. Basabi. Like, wasabi. Basabi, like wasabi or Yeah, whatever. I, can see, I can see it now. Giants we'll, PR we'll hear it. We'll hear it correctly, and we'll say it correctly from there on out uh, <laughs> whenever he finally gets his chance up. But uh, he was the number 11 prospect uh, in the White Sox system, now is the 18th in the Giants organization, which is great because, again, just shows how much depth they've built over the last couple of years um, in the farm system. Right. Uh, if you remember, too, Basavi was part of the Chris Sale trade back in yep. 2016 that sent him to Boston um, from Chicago. And he so, was only 16, right, when that happened? Like, he was a child. He that was what four years ago, and he's actually a little oh, older he, than I thought. He was signed. He was signed when he was sixteen. By the yes, White Sox. he's twenty three right, now, right. so he was right. nineteen though when it happened. Or the Red Sox. I'm sorry, uh, signed by the Red Sox when he was sixteen. That's yeah, right. so you know, not as bad as a trade as the White Sox giving up uh, on Tatis Jr. at sixteen. No, uh, so <laughs> sorry, uh, White Sox fans. Uh, but anyways, um, yeah, I, I did some research on this kid. Um, he's been as high as Double A. Looks like he's an outfielder who provides average to above average power, but they said he can build on that. Obviously, um, he's got plus speed, a strong arm, and is good in the good in the field. So um, potential to be a five tool guy. Yeah, I I was you know look, looking as well because a, a guy who's twenty three with all that minor league experience because I didn't know right off the bat, so I I had to look into it. Yeah, he's one of those dudes who. Who, who defected and got, got signed, you know, internationally. Yeah. And that dude's already been in the minor leagues for seven years. Seven years. And 248, you know, that, that's not – you know, that doesn't blow, blow my socks off or anything. <laughs> but, 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 yeah, I, I read what you read pretty much. You know, he's a, he's a plus defender. And they say he draws a lot of walks. You know, he's, he's – Correct. And, that, and that's – isn't that the theme with the Giants now and Farhan and Scott Harris? 
you know, get on base. That's why Brandon Belt is still here and he's still playing, <laughs> you know, until further notice. But, you know, it's hard to uh, it's hard to question these guys because they've been pretty spot on in these little small deals thus far. But, you know, I try to I try to hold back the excitement on this one just because he, he has been around a while. And, you know, seven year, years in the minors is a long time. So we'll we'll see where he fits into the Giants plans because yeah, they do need they, they do need young outfielders that can play defense. Yes. Too. I mean so but the the thing is yeah this is not a trade that you're like oh man this is our guy in the future. This is you know uh I, I would say he's a wild card prospect. You know, you mm-hmm. either going to strike rich or it's whatever because of what you gave up for me. You just gave up money. Uh, and yep. it wasn't a ton. I don't yep. even I didn't even it's hear nothing. the specific number. So they never um, say but I read specifically uh, kind of along the lines you brought up, according to MLB.com, he works, counts, draws walks, and makes a lot of hard contact. So his And his bat speed and the strength in his hands and wrists give him at least average power potential. So that's a unique way of saying it. He talks about and, his wrists? Yes. And he has begun to unlock more of it by taking a more direct path to the ball and driving more balls in the air. So he's definitely a modern day ball player. That's working on that. Um, you know, launch angle, the launch angle, the trajectory of the ball getting up. So now I'm still learning about potential 2020 player. They said, so we'll see. Okay. Well, potential 2020 player. Yeah. He can move uh, his, his grade on the base paths were good. So hey, yeah, play I, defense and move. Right. I, I just, uh, when I was reading it, I just thought of Brad Pitt and Moneyball going, but he gets, gets on base. On base. <laughs> okay. Say it with me, guys, or I'm going to tell Pete to do it again. <laughs> so, you know, we'll wrap that up. Uh, we don't need to go further into it. But, hey, it's, it's a whatever trade. Good for, good for Farhan, Farhan um, getting on the phone and, and tr- just trying to get better, being aggressive. So, sure. Why not? You know, he's, he's done these two – I mean, I, I actually am interested in the Jordan Humphreys um, progression. Yeah. And I am I am here with Basabe too, but um, you know he's already made two, you know, subtle trades. Like, what's he gonna do before uh, the trade deadline at the end of the month? I, I wonder. So obviously yep. depends on what the team's doing at the time. I'm I'm in on it. I'm sad to see cash considerations go, but you know we move on. <laughs> A lot of potential with cash considerations. Yeah, but we go. okay. Uh, let's move on to our last topic. The Giants are in Houston starting tonight for a three-game series. And um, I did you see the Astros over the weekend? Were they in the news for anything? Or besides um, getting swept by our number five Oakland A's? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Spoiler: the A's are moving on up in the power rankings. A's are good, A's <laughs> but are good. but yeah, man, like that. I expected some fireworks between those two teams this weekend, but it didn't quite go. I didn't think it was going to come from the Astros throwing at Ramon Lariano and then Alex Centron of God, that's a name from the past. Right. You know, from high school. I didn't even know. I didn't know he was a bench coach or where the hell he is for the Astros. And he steps on the field, you know, wants to go in a hardcore match with uh, Lariano, who who looked like he was trying to kind of laugh it off a little bit. And then all of a sudden, camera cuts away. Then by the time they cut back, (laughs) Lariano's right towards the dugout. It was awesome. And and, and the thing is, too, is it's funny because Cintron's the one instigating and and barking. And Lariano's kind of like, whatever. 
And then yeah. when Loriano uh, heads to the dugout, I mean, everybody's seen this already, but <laughs> then two players step right in front of him and he's just yeah. like still run his mouth standing behind everybody. I thought that was hilarious. Um, I'll be back. I'll so, be back. You know, uh, Joe Kelly a couple weeks ago and now Loriano. But, but like you mentioned, it's funny because I can only think of, you know, throwing stones in a glass house or however the, the saying goes. It's like, Right, yeah. Who, who, who are you, Houston, to have the audacity to like? I can understand one getting like slipping away and getting someone, but you know, twice the same guy in the same game, three for the series, three for the series. It doesn't even matter if it's the same pitcher or not. Like, who the hell do you think you are? Like, I, what the heck? I don't know. It was, it was weird. I know the, I know the league's getting uh, a little frustrated thinking that they're protecting the Astros a little bit, but you know, and, it's, and that very well could be. And it's been 24 hours. It's been over 24 hours. Still no suspensions handed down unless they've gone down during our podcast here in the last half hour or so, but right. no suspensions yet on either side. So I obviously Loriano is going to get some games. My, my A's buddy who I'm hoping we'll have on um, to preview either this A series coming up or the one in a couple weeks. Um, thinks that Loriano is going to get like, eight to 10 games. I think he only gets like four or five, but who knows, especially in this season, the season's unpredictable. The commissioner's unpredictable and the discipline of the Houston Astros are unpredictable. So I, who knows, who knows? Yeah. You know, Joe, Joe Kelly though, you know, he, he got eight games and he didn't even mm-hmm. break social distancing and Loriano broke social distancing. <laughs> so true. I think uh, our buddy, uh, Mr. Ferris might be right. You <laughs> may be on to something, but let's, <laughs> let's talk baseball. So the Astros are, are coming off getting swept um, in Oakland. Obviously the A's are playing really good ball right now. Um, and we've, we've given the A's a lot of credit on this podcast, um, but you can tell, I, I don't know if it's just the combination of, you know, what happened in the off season and, they're uh, six and nine right now, which is a nice record to have. <laughs> nice, but, but they're better than that record. I mean, even even after losing um, Cole in the off season, Verlander uh, in what the first game of the season, right? Right. So uh, they're still better than that. Still a good team. This is a team full of of really good bats in the lineup. They still have Zach Greinke in the rotation, but you can mm-hmm. see it. Like yesterday, um, Jose Altuve. Their little superstar uh, <laughs> struck out and then um, slammed his bat. Like you can just tell, like these guys are frustrated. I don't know if it's the outside world, you know, like adding up and crumbling these guys, or like they're just getting beat right now. I don't, I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. Yeah, you know, it's really hard to, you know, really put your finger on like what's really going on. Like, I mean, the the, the obvious, you know, thing we can say is well they're not fucking cheating anymore <laughs> and, and they're getting frustrated, but you know, it's just, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to believe. It's hard to believe that a, a team with all, really, they were all, you know, top draft picks because you got to remember the Astros were bad for a very long time. Very long and, time. And they stacked up all those early picks with Springer, Altuve, Bregman, Correa, Correa. Yuli Gurriel. I mean, you know, even guy like Kyle Tucker, you know, Miles Straw, like I mean, all these guys, these are homegrown inside the organization dudes. And really they can't hit themselves out of a wet paper bag right now. Like, and it's, 
you know, it's bizarre. I mean, I don't care if they were cheating the last five years <laughs> or whatever. Like, I mean, th- this just doesn't make any sense. So, you know, if you're, if you're the Giants, you know, going in there, you've got to assume <laughs> they're, they're going to break out of this at some point. And, you know, you can't expect any favors from them, especially in, in their little, little yard there. You, you know, you just went on a, on a list of names too. And it's like, uh, why can't I, who, who won? It was Alvarado was that his name who won rookie of the year last year too. Uh, um, the big uh, lefty, big lefty uh, kid. Alvarez. Jordan. Alvarez. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, Jordan. Hey, he's not even in there right him. now. He's not even there right now. I know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like this team's loaded still. Um, so yeah. uh, you have, you have the, their probables for this series. Can you read them? Sure. Sure. Tonight, Lance McCullers is going. That's, it's another guy right there who's been very good the last couple of years, but struggling a little, for... struggling a little at the gates. You know, he's one and one, but ERA is just south of Jess Samarja's at nine point two two. So, so as bad as bad as Samarja has been, you know, McCullers is just a little better. Can you believe McCullers is only twenty six too? Doesn't it feel like he's been there forever? Well, they called him up early, man. And I they know just, they got some good innings out of him. You know, some yeah. small some small postseason innings out of them a couple of years ago when they were lacking on the pitching. Well, they brought him out of the pen too then, yep. too, didn't they? Um, yep. But, yeah, it just feels like – anyways, go ahead. Sorry, game but, two. But, yeah, so, I mean, I'm, I'm going to expect a little better out of him just considering, you know, all the all the talent he has and all the talent we've seen from him. And it's going to be – it's another tough righty that the Giants got, got to deal with. And then tomorrow, a guy that I will admit I haven't seen pitch – Brandon Belak. I don't know if that's like Slavic or something, but he is 2 and 0, ERA 0.87, only thrown 10 innings. 5 innings I believe in both starts, but somehow they're hitting for him a little bit cuz he's got two wins. Yeah. And I, like I said don't don't know too much about him. I know he's another righty who's throwing well, so the, 6 walks though in in uh Actually, he's only. It says he's he's been in three games, one start. So I wonder if he had to, like start. a long long relief. You know, could be, could. But be. he does have six walks though, so maybe he's a little wild. Could but be. yeah, I don't know anything about him. Don't either. don't know anything. Don't know anything no. about him. <laughs> Speaking of not knowing, we don't know who the hell's pitching for the Giants on Wednesday. It could be Andrew Suarez, or I'm gonna throw out Trevor Cahill. I don't know. Yeah, I but, wanted to talk because we talked we talked before the podcast about who we thought because the only thing we know is Logan Webb's going tonight, which again I'm excited to see him throw again. He's and been Tyler really Anderson well tomorrow, most likely. Probably who threw well in Colorado on uh, Thursday, and then yeah. So you were thinking who Wednesday? I was thinking it's either Suarez or Trevor Cahill. Yeah, because Cahill just got added to the taxi squad, right? Right. He they, so. they're saying he's feeling good, ready to go, and I mean. Talk about a guy who's been around a long time. So I give us five innings. Dude. I mean, if, if he's saying he's good and ready to go, I can see. I can't see Farhan or Kapler questioning him. You know, if, I I feel like if he was feeling like shit, he wouldn't go out there at, at this point in his career. So let's just hope for the best. If he does get the ball on Wednesday, I I would rather for entertainment purposes, I would rather see Cahill than Suarez because I don't know Suarez is. He's had a handful of starts for the Giants and appearances even out of the pen, and I'm just I'm over him. So I would like to yeah, see maybe Trevor Trevor Cahill come and have a little renaissance, and because yeah, that is Samarja's spot on Wednesday. So right. obviously, we'll have a decision to make. So uh, maybe 
Maybe it'll be Sean Anderson, dude. Like I said last week, who can make a spot start. Calling that shot again, huh? No, I'm not. I I actually, I would, if I had a, a, you know, if I had to think, I would would think they'll lean towards Suarez, but I would like to see Cahill Wednesday. Me too. But anyway, the guy going for the Astros, yeah, we know him. That's going to be Zach Greinke. He currently has... No wins, no losses, but an ERA of flat three. So he's he's been good. He's throwing the ball the way Zach Greinke always has, and yeah, I think he's like eighty-two and like one against the Giants in his career. So <laughs> I, he's, really, he's got know, great I, numbers. I, I, I should have had those ready. Right? Yeah, me too. I I expect him to throw great once again. Like I don't think, you know, Greinke might be the one guy who is not affected at all by what the hell's going on in Houston because that's he's a he's a goofy guy. I don't think he has emotions. So he might feel like this is just another season for him. Like he probably doesn't know there's only 60 games. You know, it's funny you bring that up because um, I watched him. He had to start Friday in Oakland. And after every time he uh, would pitch, he would go sit out of the dugout into the stands, which, you know, players can do this year. Yeah. So – a, I'm looking at it as dude's just, um, you know, trying to be on his own and focus on Nixing because he's allotted that privacy this year. Um, mm-hmm. And B, I'm thinking uh, maybe he doesn't want to be around his teammates. I don't know because, I mean, uh, it's interesting. It's interesting. Ricky's always been a little different and – you know, it's, it's well documented if you ever want to dig into that. But really, yeah, I don't think what's going on with the Astros right now is affecting him whatsoever. And I expect him to probably kick ass again on Wednesday. So, so whoever the hell pitched for the Giants needs, needs to bring it. Yeah. So, um, well, let's get into it real quick. Uh, three games. Uh, how many do the, do the Giants win in Houston? Well, I put here in my little notes that – if the Astros don't win at least two out of three, we can pretty much confirm them as frauds. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> you know, considering how little the Giants have done anything against righties this year, and they're throwing three righties and two very good ones, in my opinion. Like I said, I don't know much about Brandon Bielek, but I know McCullers is good. I, you know he's not throwing well, and I know for a fact, you know, Grinky owns the Giants no matter who the hell is playing for him. So – I'm going to say the Giants find a way to win tonight. I, I don't know. Also, and also, too, also, show we have nothing to do with gambling or anything. However, in my 1-800-GAMBLER if yes. uh, you have some gambling issues. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, so, so sometimes that line's busy, though. But <laughs> anyways – you know, typically, I t- you, know, you, you tend to stay away from teams who are just getting home after a long road trip with no days off, and I believe the Astros have been gone for about a week, and they're 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 coming back home, no days off, they're getting right back at it. So, I really believe the Giants are going to get one. It's got to be tonight. Tonight sets the tone, so you can't miss it. Yeah, I you know, Giants are. Um, this is their eighth game in eight days. I mean, I. Uh... So it's and of this road trip. So yep. I know they they flew into Houston last night. So they've been there since last night. But um, okay. 
you know, with what just happened in LA and what just happened in Oakland, I'm just, I, this has no expert freaking prediction or whatever. I, I think the giants find a way to win tonight with Webb, and they find a way to win tomorrow as well. I don't oh my know. God. I, I, I like Tyler Anderson. Um, if it is him uh, going again, and then Grant Gee will close him out Wednesday. So I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna predict the Giants win two or three, and if they do, okay. solid road trip, man. Because I mean oh. they would win one and one and two, so that'd be four and six against three really tough teams. Um, I'll take that. I'll take that. Well, I said the other day, you know, don't get swept. Before we got done with that Dodger preview, they did not get swept. So Boom. that was a that was a win. So if they don't get swept here, that's another win in my opinion. I'm with you, man. I'm with yes. you. All right. We're going to wrap it up uh, again. Uh, thanks for uh, listening. Make sure you continue to interact. We've been actually having a decent amount of uh, people interact with us. You always have, but um, you know, I, I've been really enjoying interacting with more and more uh, new giants fans slash followers to, to us and the podcast. So please keep doing down there. If you have anything um, that you want us to talk about here on the podcast, mention it. Um, and, and we'd love to discuss it. Uh, so, again, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Say Hey Podcast. Follow at Say Hey Doug and at Say Hey Rob on Twitter. And make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Uh, and for Rob, this is Doug. Go Giants. Go Giants. Don't get swept. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.